Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified. We're here in the D.C., Maryland, Baltimore metropolitan area doing a show that is reaching the whole United States. We've got two wonderful guests we'll be bringing on momentarily. But I wanted to remind our guests that are listening, you are welcome and encouraged to go to our Facebook page called Amplified Radio and share any questions you have, and they will be relayed to me so that we can ask our guest. And we have a couple books coming out that are going to be very geographically targeted to Baltimore being Charm City Edition and Washington, D.C. with the Capital Edition. And then we have a new book we're working on called Eye Candy, and it's the art of marketing photos and video. So we're looking for anyone that uh, knows a photographer, they love their work, they love their, their purpose and eye for actually capturing things and recommending them to us so we can include them in the book called Eye Candy. So without further ado, I want to bring on our first guest. Gita, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm looking forward to an event this week where I'm going to speak called Lead the Change. (laughs) And how's your gratitude book coming? I can't wait to see how it's progressing. It's coming out beautifully. I've created a number of chapters and exercises as well as... um, book that will go along with that. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Ken, for asking me. <laughs> well, well, we'll ask Joyce about her book, uh, Shift. And w- without further ado, let's bring Chris on. Can you uh, do a bio read for him? Absolutely. Can't wait. Chris, so hearty welcome to you. Chris Chubb, as the first person to live stream and Snapchat in all 50 U.S. states, Chris is passionate about helping businesses, especially nonprofits, establish and sharpen their digital storytelling skills. And as the author of 50 States, 100 Days, the book, Chris has been featured by Fox 5, New York, ABC 6, and all the wonderful things that we want to hear more about Chris. Ken, over to you. Thank you so much. A big warm welcome to Chris. Glad to be here. It's exciting. So we have Carolyn Owens to actually thank for making this introduction and this radio segment possible. How did you meet Carolyn? Oh, yeah. um, through the power of the Internet. Uh, you know, I mean, it's incredible um, that, you know, Carolyn and I have actually never met in person. Um, but, you know, through the power of social media, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and, and all these different uh, networks that I'm sure we'll touch on in the next few minutes here, um, it's really incredible sometimes how you can meet people and not just, you know, earn a follow for follow, but really meet people who want to make a measurable change and, and allow you to have introductions to, to great opportunities like this. So all the gratitude in the world to, to Carolyn for, for making this happen today. I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Well, she is certainly that utilizes, someone that utilizes social media to create relationships, and she's like the queen of Twitter. Is that, is that one of the places that you follow her? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. So what is this uh, desire you have to be so connected to nonprofits? What caused that? You know, I, I think the way that uh, all these technologies have changed in the last few years has really allowed us to, um, to see the real 
versions of people, to, to see much more authentic versions of uh, businesses and individuals and brands. And for me, um, as we were talking about before in the pre-show, my lane has become nonprofits. Right, and I've really developed this passion for um, recognizing what makes a nonprofit so special and so unique uh, within an individual community, and uh, celebrating what really makes them stand out. You know, what what is it about your organization, your nonprofit, that uh, differentiates you from, you know, all the others, you know, all the other noise that's out there, and uh, how can we help use these technologies to uh, connect you with those who want to support. And it's, it's been quite the journey uh, over the last uh, two-plus years here. Did someone in your family uh, have an ailment or some type of uh, problem that uh, a nonprofit was able to help them with that inspired you? You know, uh, the moment of inspiration for me came um, in December 2014. Um, I worked with an organization called Pay Away the Layaway, um, which uh, if you're an ardent uh, Baltimore Sun reader, uh, you might remember a, a story from uh, August 2015, um, and we'll touch on that in a second too. But um, this organization pays off layaway plans for families um, in areas in need around the country. I was founded by a college uh, friend of mine named Lee Karshauer, and um, I was able to represent the organization as a layaway angel um, at a Walmart in Greer, South Carolina. And um, that moment, that day changed me, you know, being able to represent donors from around the country, around the world, and, and literally save the holiday season uh, for families, for grandmothers, for, for mothers and fathers and grandkids. Um, it was transcendent to me. That was the, the light bulb moment. And uh, it's funny, I was talking about this this morning, too, uh, that everyone who works uh, at a nonprofit and everyone really who volunteers for a nonprofit, we all have that light bulb moment. And for me, uh, it was that experience uh, with Payway the Layway. Well, you know, that is so important that that happened because had it not happened, you don't know what journey you would have been in and how much you would have impacted so many of these uh, nonprofits that are in need of a champion and someone that is actually technically and marketing savvy. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's, you know, I've really identified sort of a sore spot for a lot of these nonprofits, um, that many of them recognize and understand the value of being able to share their message, and, and they would love to be able to um, use tools like Snapchat or Facebook Live uh, to be able to share their message. And uh, so much of, of what uh, my messaging has become has not been, here's how you do it, but here's how you do this in an efficient perspective. You know, here's how you can fit in uh, sharing your message and using social media in, in these creative ways without spending 5, 10, 15 hours a week doing it, right? So the idea of uh, the simplicity of it, just, just pushing the button, as we always talk about, um, is really a great selling point for nonprofits who uh, are all strapped uh, for time and resources with, with limited staff and limited, limited energy. What would you say to someone that wanted to start a, a nonprofit uh, as far as one advice and then two, what is uh, the sequencing that needs to happen for it to be reasonably successful? Man, you know, that's a great question. Wanting to start your own nonprofit. Um, you know, I don't want to overstep my bounds. I don't want to claim to be a, uh, a be-all, end-all uh, nonprofit resource, right? One of, one of my favorite sayings on social media and everywhere is, I don't know. You know, so in terms of actually getting uh, started with your nonprofit and with a cause in your own community, 
um, I would have to say that the best advice that I could give would be to study up and to learn from others and to research others um, who are doing things in other communities. And honestly, Ken, that, that was a big, big drive and a big reason uh, behind my trip, right, was that, um, you know, so many of these organizations, uh, one I like to reference is Youth on Their Own in Tucson as uh, a great example. And they help, um, they help junior high school and high school students graduate, um, you know, homeless uh, students um, keep on track and earn their high school degree. And that's a, that's a magnificent idea. The ways, the methodology that they use to do this um, is really great. So if you live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and you recognize in your community, man, you know, the, these homeless teens are really struggling in school. This is something that we could really um, benefit from here in our county, here in our community. Um, I would recommend you know, again, I don't want to plug the book, but reach out to the folks in Tucson, you know, and check out, you know, uh, any other organizations around the country that might have a similar message and look at what their successes have been, learn from their success and their failures, and go from there. You know, but the idea that, you know, uh, so many of these organizations have gone through these struggles before um, gives you that head start to be able to to know um, what works, what doesn't work, and I think, I, I hope that my book has opened some doors for people to explore that collaborative uh, nationwide approach uh, on a local level. Well, we're going to certainly talk about your book. So let's, uh, let's start off with what caused the journey to happen. Yeah, you know, um, I lived in upstate New York for 10 years out of college. I graduated from Binghamton University, as I said. And honestly, uh, I had a, a rough breakup <laughs> um, with someone uh, in the early 2010s there and said, you know what, there's more to the world, um, there's more to this great country than just Broome County, New York. And um, rather than uh, just flying down to Florida or going out to Los Angeles for a week, uh, which I did every year, every summer for my birthday, um, I said, you know what, let's go big. You know, you really only get one chance at life. And so I wanted to go on a trip. Um, I ended up going alone and visited all 48 states. Um, it was great. It's magnificent. It's so incredible to get a chance to go out there, explore. So many people wish they had the, the chance to do it. And every time someone says that to me, oh, I wish I could do that, my question is always, well, why not? And oftentimes the only thing that's holding people back is themselves. You know, so for me, I, I decided to unshackle myself from that job, uh, from whatever was holding me back and decided to just go. And, you know, being able to, to go out and explore, you know, in your 20s is, is something super exciting. Uh, and then, of course, you know, I'm trying to condense the story a little bit, but decided to go again in 2015. And this time I wanted to make as big an impact as, pos as possible in every community that I visited. So the idea of doing a, a volunteer day of service um, in every community uh, sounded awesome. You know, why not? You know, people always ask why, and I say why not, and um, I think the fact that I have a book, you know, I'm working on some other things, get a chance to speak, get a chance to come on awesome radio programs like this, um, is a continuing testament to the idea of just do it, you know, and um, why not take a chance in life and, and see where it takes you. And what is the name of the book? So the book is called 50 States, 100 Days, the book. Um, I am good at traveling and not good at coming up with creative titles, <laughs> um, well, but it's certainly I, memorable. I was wondering why you didn't call it 100 States in 50 Days. <laughs> That's brilliant. 
You know, and I think, Ken, the idea of visiting more than 50 states, you know what, if there were 500 states, I would go. You know, and you and I had this, uh, this conversation about an hour ago, which is, you know what, there's so much more to the world than just the states. Like, let's go. You know, I, there's so many more places, you know, all around the world um, that are worthy of having their stories told. Obviously, many nonprofits and uh, people in need. And uh, you know what? If if Chris Gillibo is listening, and I know he's just wrapping up uh, uh, the World Domination Summit out there in Portland, but and, and of course, Chris Gillibo is the uh, first person to visit every country in the world. Um, so that's been done. But maybe I could be the second person to uh, to do that. So and you you, you know. know there's always more out there to see, Ken, and uh, I definitely have that drive and determination to keep going, uh, especially if any uh, brand or business is uh, willing to partner with me. Do you know him personally, Chris? I have not met Chris. Um, I would sure love to. Uh, again, I know he's a very busy guy, um, but they did write a blog about me uh, back in the winter of 2014, so I'm at least on his radar. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, no. quite a feat to go to 206 countries. It's certainly a feat to go to 50 states as well. What was Alaska like for you? Uh, crazy, man. First of all, get the fish. Um, <laughs> I had some delicious uh, salmon out there in Alaska in Anchorage. Um, you know, it is, you know, when you use the word crazy, I mean, that, that is, it rings true. Um, that when the sun doesn't go down until after midnight and then it's up again just a couple hours later, um, that does drive some people crazy up in Alaska. And so it was a very weird uh, sensation. Um, it was also the first state where um, I actually slept in the backseat of my car, which is uh, ironic because it wasn't my car. It was a rental car up there. Um, but I had never slept in the backseat of my car before, and uh, when you see that hotels are like $300 a night up there, if you don't book in advance, um, that was really the first big learning experience for me to, to really sort of bootstrap a little bit and, um, you know, try and make it through. Uh, no, I should emphasize also, I absolutely loved working with Covenant House up in Alaska. What a magnificent organization. Um, the, the interview that I did with their COO um, is on my YouTube channel and, uh, the way that they've prepared for growth in Anchorage um, has just been a, a great model for other organizations to follow. Um, but, you know, it, being in Alaska for the first time and then, of course, being in Hawaii, um, it, it all happens so quickly that sometimes you don't really appreciate the, the, the gravity of what you're doing. Um, but certainly those two states are, are very, very special, and I'd love to go back. So is your plan pretty much uh, a day with a story nonprofit and a day for travel and recovery? More or less. I mean, that's how the math works out. Um, uh, of course, some states are larger than others, right? So uh, whatever idiot planned this trip gave me uh, a couple extra days in Hawaii. I'm still not quite sure how that happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, there was a stretch near the end of the trip, uh, which when you, re you read through the book, it's a memorable stretch where I did that Northeast Corridor. Uh, I did, visited seven states in eight days. Um, so you kind of make up for those longer states where you're driving across, you know, Nebraska and Kansas and Montana, and they may take a little bit longer um, than just a day to get across. So it, it worked out to, to two, two days per state, but it certainly wasn't, uh, it wasn't measured, you know, day, travel day, day, travel day, so on and so forth. So you were, you were using a car more than a plane? 
2007 Honda Accord. Um, I call her the Honda Hotel. Uh, she's still uh-huh. here with me. She's still rocking and rolling. Um, of course, I flew to Alaska and Hawaii, but everywhere else was just me in the car. That's pretty cool. Well, I wanted to share also something we talked about. Uh, since you work with so many nonprofits, and I have something called the Key Smiling Movement, how we'd kind of combine our context and the methodology of telling stories of these nonprofits by having them each hold a Key Smiling card and sharing their mission and their message of why that nonprofit is so important in the world and what it makes a difference. And you'd come up with adding there should be video uh, storytelling, a 90-second video. And I think Joyce probably, if she had her ears burning, uh, we would like to say that Mag Titan is a really good company to work with for creating that type of documentary. Documenting. Yeah. No, I I think... The big idea of stringing together um, something uh, that's bigger than ourselves, right, and bigger than our own communities um, is, is magnificent, right? And obviously using the, the, the best of our technologies to do so is really, really great. I love the QR code idea and everything. Um, but the idea that, that what we do is bigger than ourselves, I think, is, uh, is, has really become a theme, especially since the trip has ended, right? And it's, it's been a big shift for me to call it the trip, Right? It's not my trip anymore. It's, it's our trip. It's the world's trip. Right? Nice. Because everyone who reads the book, everyone who sees these videos, um, they feel just as impacted by this thing uh, as I do these days. And it, it's really, really remarkable how all these organizations came together uh, to, to create this fabric of this, uh, this, this trip a couple summers ago. Well, what I find really cool about this show is that I get to meet someone like you and have a conversation that causes some intentionality and some actions. And I, I just want to say I'd be very excited to uh, merge the Key Smiling movement, but I don't know if you've heard of an application, an app called Delight, D-Y-L-T-E, and it's, uh, it was formed, or I guess the conceptualized by Barry Shore, and he wants to raise a billion dollars through effortless spending on credit cards that takes 2% of the spending of people that want to participate and points that money to causes so I'm going to be putting you in touch with Barry Shore. Of course, we have Manny Lopez, who is extremely well-connected and would be a, a phenomenal person for you to know and introduce to some of these nonprofits so that they have better technology working for them. And I just see the two of you really doing some cool stuff as well. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, networking is what it's all about. I've been blessed to travel around the country some more, you know, since the trip has ended, working with Humana last year and working with nonprofits through their network. And now this year getting to travel to all these different conferences. Of course, I'm seeing the Big Brothers Big Sisters of American National Conference last month. Um, sometimes it's, it's not necessarily what you know, but who you know. And uh, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to meet Manny and, and you and, and uh, all these great individuals and, and Carolyn <laughs> at some point. Um, right. You know, but, but it's, it's amazing what we can do when we work together. And it's amazing, you know, what we can do when we compound our ideas and, and, and come together uh, to think of the, these big concepts like that. Well, I'm, I go to New York probably once a month, so I will make it a point that we get together hopefully within the next month before the September. And I wanted to ask you if you have ever heard of a gentleman named James Lawrence. James Lawrence? Um, not off the top of my head? Well, he's kind of an interesting cat because he did... Uh, he did something that was never done before. He did 50, uh, 50, 50, 50. It was 50 states, 50 triathlons in 50 days. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, 
I would like to introduce him to you just for the fun of it, because I think he's a champion for nonprofits. But I, I don't know if there's any chance you can introduce me to Chris, the, uh, who did the 206 countries. But that would be quite the, uh, the person to add to my uh, show. And I also wanted to ask you to test out the, uh, the Umbrella Syndicate by asking these nonprofits to connect the photographers to us so that we can have a campaign that actually, whenever they're doing events, it goes viral on the Umbrella Syndicate page to help point the traffic to uh, the people that are actually doing the nonprofit. Our page has about 45,000 post engagement a week, but it's mainly people that are socialites, that uh, are abundant, that care about community and care about uh, making a difference in the world. So I, I've met many people like Manny and uh, a lot of the clients he has through these type of events. So they're, they're very high quality people that are following our page. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very special to know sometimes, and again, I don't have a million Twitter followers or anything like that, but I know that the people that listen and tune in and, and check these things out uh, are people who love to, to take action and who live by, you know, what they believe in and, uh, you know, getting a chance to, to connect with you and Manny today is, is fantastic, you know, that uh, these all sound like wonderful ideas and I, I'd love to help bring some of them to fruition. It's fantastic. Well, how can people... Uh Purchase your book, follow you, support you, and learn more about you. Yeah, so the book is available on Amazon. It's called 50 States, 100 Days, the book. Um, you can check out my website uh, at, at com and uh, follow me, of course, across all social media channels. Uh, Twitter is probably the best one these days. Uh, it's at Chris Strub, C-H-R-I-S-S-T-R-U-B. And uh, the more you dig on that website and on my social channels, the more you're going to see about this uh, fantastic adventure and all the really great things that uh, we've been working on uh, ever since. So, um, all, you know, it, it's not hard to find stuff about me <laughs> uh, on the, uh, the big old Internet there. there. There's plenty to dig through for sure. Well, I want you to share with the audience what you do for nonprofits that really gives them that edge that really helps them be so much more successful. Yeah, you know, I, I think, again, the big thing that I've been doing this year is speaking. Uh, I'm doing my first keynote speech uh, in a couple weeks. And, again, it's not so much the um, the how-to, right? It, it's not that difficult to Google how to do a Facebook Live. Heck, they even advertise it on the side of a bus. Um, what, I, what I treasure and what I value about uh, my messages, and my, my company is called I Am Here because I really prefer doing these in-person uh, interviews and, and, and meetups, is empowerment, right? I, I feel more and more like a motivational speaker every day to, to help people identify what it is that's so meaningful and so impactful about their message and encourage them to share it, right? That uh, seven years in the newspaper industry will do this to you, where you sit down and you look at what the most valuable part of a story is, and you want to move that to the top of the story. You know, that's very much the background that I come from, and, you know, every nonprofit that I work with um, I'd like to think feels more uh, empowered and feels more encouraged to want to share their story, not just educated on how to do it, you know, and I'm looking at different ways these days to be able to, uh, to be able to extrapolate that a little bit and to help more and more nonprofits um, get, get motivated that way. So, so that's, that's what I'm working on these days. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And I'm so glad we had you on the show. You've been amplified you're a champion for nonprofits. You're certainly making a huge difference in the world, and you're inspiring me and all the listeners that are. And we're going to spread this out on social media so we can get a lot more people to really not just support you, but to learn that they can make that same difference. So thanks a lot for being in this segment, and we will be back in about two minutes after the break. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right. Well, Manny Lopez, we're bringing you on the line right now, and we're going to have Gita uh, give the bio. But what did you think of that, uh, that first segment? Man, that was pretty cool. I, I, I liked how he just all of a sudden just said, you know what, forget it. Going on this trip. I don't care what anybody else thinks. Love it. <laughs> well, I, I want you guys to be connected. So at the end of the show, I'm going to give an opportunity for Chris to uh, have a short conversation with you. And I, I hope the best for both of you uh, in, a, in this match made in marketing heaven. So, Gita, can you give the bio awesome. for Manny, please? Surely. Welcome, Manny. Manny helps create and enhance experts with unique lead generation and automation marketing strategies. A husband and father of three, he devotes his time to creating a lifestyle of being too blessed to be stressed. I love that. While managing his network of over 20,000 business professionals worldwide. Big warm welcome to you, Manny. Thank you. Well, Manny, I, I, I think it's really a tribute to how often you have to run into someone and go to big events and 
keep running into them to say, you know what, clunk on the head, I need to know this guy, and I need to have him on my show. So we've, we've run into each other, I think, half dozen times at least in the last couple of years. So after having uh, been on the show with Clarissa Burton and you being on the, the first show, the, the premiere show, I said, well, she's not the only one that gets to have this talent on a show. So thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, man. It's a, it's a blessing. And you're going to be in the next Key Smiling book, the national edition, and uh, you're too blessed to stress. I think that's a great, uh, great quote to live by. But we're gonna, we're gonna add a little smile uh, to it by saying, "Those that smile are too blessed to be stressed." Right? Awesome. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be great. Can't wait to All see right. it, man. So, uh, so the audience learns about you the quickest way, I think, is for you just to share uh, your story of where you came from and how you got where you are today. Sure. Well. I mean, if we start from uh, way back when, I mean, I was born in, in Riverside, California. Um, so I was uh, born and raised, and I mean, I've, I've literally, like, lived only in California. Um, I, to this day, don't even have a passport. Uh, it's just funny, because I'm always getting invited to speak outside the country, and I love using that as an excuse. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't have a passport, and, you know, uh, <laughs> but um, basically what happened is, in, when I was 18 months, I was orphaned. I was uh, left in a car with me and my sister, uh, put into foster care where we were adopted and returned seven different times. Um, we were, you know, suffering from malnutrition. There's some um, abuse and there's a lot of things that, you know, went on and, and affected both me and my sister um, growing up. And, but we kind of went two different ways. She went more into a way of secluding herself, and I went into a way to taking my story to try and empower others. And I think um, the reason that happened is just the people I met along the way. Who were who some of the people you met during the, on the way that caused that to be the way you live? Well, let's say my biggest influence would be my wife. We met in high school when we were just kids, and... Um, I first saw her in a, basically after a class and I had just, had just locked in and she was like a hundred yards away. And for some reason she was just close up right there. And a friend of mine had, uh, had been talking to her. So I said, who's that? And ever since meeting her, everything has just been on a different level that I wanted to do things at, um, to just, you know, prove that I could be valuable and and bring what she deserves to her. And the second person that was really a big influence on creating me to the way I am today, I would say, is my, my first mentor. Uh, my mentor, before I even knew what the word mentor meant, <laughs> um, he actually met me back in 2007. I first started with this company, uh, it was the last company that really put in an effort at a nine-to-five job. And this is where I discovered I didn't want a nine-to-five job. I didn't want to build somebody else's dream. Um, and I discovered how to stop thinking small. And uh, his name was uh, Gail Oliver. Uh, is Gail Oliver. He's still alive today. Um, he's a pastor. Uh, he was a pastor, still is. And um, he's actually my manager at the company I was at. And he was at the level I wanted to be. He was making the six-figure salary. He had the uh, team that he was managing, and he got to hold meetings. And it's just everything I wanted to be at that point in my life. I was like, man, if I could 
just have the opportunity to not just be a salesperson, to not just be at the bottom. I mean, my first job was janitor at the high school I was I was going to be going to uh, the next year. And um, from there, it's just, you know, seeing him take me and mold me into being this too blessed to be stressed person you see today. I mean, literally that came from him. Every morning, I'd walk in to our, uh, to our office and and. I think, yeah, how's it doing? How are you doing? He's married, too blessed to be stressed. No matter what's going on, he's going to be really stressed out. You could see the stress on his face. He'd come in and you'd ask him, how are you doing? And he'd think a little bit, he'd smile and say, I am too blessed to be stressed. And here's why that happens. No matter when people always tell me, Manny, stop saying that. You know, every time they call me, Manny, how are you doing? Oh, you know me. I'm too blessed to be stressed. To me, it's a reminder. It allows me to keep reminding myself why I am too blessed to be stressed, why I choose to look at what's positive in my life versus anything around me that's negative, right? I could look at every situation. While we're in the situation, it usually feels like it's, it's so bad, right? I mean, you've been in situations before where things didn't go your way, the, the idea that you put out to the world didn't implement or whatever it may be, and this happens to all of us. We all fail at some point in our lives. And we look at those what I now call learning experiences. Some people may call them failures. As, you know, some people think, oh, man, there's nothing going to be past all this. But look at your life. Look at where you are today right now. Everyone listening to this broadcast, listen and know you have survived and accomplished and overcame 100% of every challenge in your way. So far, you are 100% a winner. Most people think they just, they just focus on the negative. They just see that small problem in their way versus all the greatness and the opportunity that they have in front of them. And sometimes people are blinded so much by that negativity that they don't see that they are truly too blessed to do so. You know, I share your sentiment 100%. I just have different words for it. I have keep smiling, shift happens. It's to remember that <laughs> when we're having a bad day, the second we decide to smile, it shifts what we're focusing on and it attracts positivity. So yours has a beautiful component of gratitude to it, which I know would resonate with Gita. And then um, Joyce's new book, Shift, actually <laughs> addressed the same thing. So we're really on the same page with this. And it's a, it's a, beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful way of living because no matter what is happening, you're actually saying, don't focus on that, focus on the good. Yeah, just like I was sharing earlier, I posted something a few days ago. Um, that said, I'm paraphrasing, I can't remember the exact words I used, but it was, in essence, you know, you can't become happy waiting for somebody else to change. Happiness, true happiness, comes from within. And you have to really look at what's going to make you happy in, in life, focus on that, be a sponge for knowledge, focus on doing something you love to do, don't do something you hate doing. Why do you clock into a nine-to-five job to do something you don't want to do? Become an entrepreneur in some aspect of your life. If it's something that you can do as a hobby, you can turn that into a real business. You can turn that into a way that that can become your life's work. You can teach other people how to do that, and people will pay to get that knowledge. And teaching and resources. These are the two things that are going to be the most valuable assets that humans are going to possess. Once you understand that concept and the value of being too blessed to be stressed, I mean, what, what can stop you, literally? 
what can. Well, we want to remind listeners to head to our Facebook page and feel free to ask questions that will be translated uh, over to me so I can ask them to Manny. Uh, Manny, when you were at the Secret Knock, Greg Reed's Secret Knock, you got on stage and, of course, you were just uh, sharing one more use of how apps could be uh, utilized in an event, but t- share some of the stats that people may not realize about apps. So here's one of the most powerful stats behind the mobile space. And my businesses right now are wasting 80 to 90% or more of their efforts. And most businesses I come across today, they're using two methods of communicating their updates. They're using email and they're using, right? And then that's probably the, the new one. Not many businesses, less than 20% of businesses even have a mobile strategy, okay? Mobile. Think about this. When's the last time you did not read a text message that came to your phone? Well, I get bombarded with them, but I know you're, I understand your point. I certainly read more text than any other uh, communication tools. So I, I, I totally understand what you mean. You, you, yeah, you have to alert it. Yeah, for the average consumer and across the board, text messages have 98% open rate. Okay? Out of 100 people you send a text message to, 98% of them, 98 out of 100 will see that message. 45% will respond. This is according to Mobile Marketing Watch. 98% open rates, 45% response rate. And 95% open rate within 90 seconds. If you want to get something out there quickly, you want to get them to respond right away, text is the number one way to do that. Email and social media, they both average around the same. They hover anywhere between 5% to 20% open rate. Okay? At best, people are like, man, my, I did my email campaign and got you know, a 20 to 25% open rate. That would be like top of the top of the food chain. But the average, any people, most people are getting, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people today getting single-digit open rates. Right? You know, out of 100 people that they send a message to, they send an email to, or they, they post on Facebook to their followers, only 5 to 20, on average, are seeing those updates. And here's a very alarming statistic. This was according to the National Sales Executive Association. It showed that 80% of sales are made between the 5th and the 12th contact. So that means, let's say you get a bunch of people that go to your website. Right? They opt in on your site or they come follow you on your Facebook page uh, or maybe they even give you their cell phone number. Okay? So you got three different lists in the sense that you're building. Now, you communicate the same exact offer all three ways. You can send 1,000 people an email, 1,000 followers a post on Facebook, and 1,000 people a text message. Well, out of the email list, at best, 200 people are going to see that message. You have 200 opportunities. 800 people on that email list did not even see that message, which means it does not exist. So if it wasn't a promotion for an event, a book launch, an invite, a free video, some type of serving that you're doing, some social proof that you've got, they didn't see it. It doesn't exist. Only 200 out of that list. Same thing with your social media list, right? Not everyone's going to see your post on your fan page. You know this whenever you post, if you have 1,000 followers, you're seeing 50, 100, you know, 200 people seeing your reach, you're seeing your posts. But if you send a 1,000 text messages, well, 980 of that 1,000 saw your message, and 950 of them saw it within 90 seconds. Tell me that doesn't bring value to a business. 
Oh, it certainly does. So what size business would you have to be to consider uh, having an app developed, and what kind of budget should one allow for having an app developed? Well, see, that's where I'm trying to change the game. Most uh, app development, if you look at the national statistics, the average cost to build an app traditionally is over $30,000. So, you know, that would be the cost to play in that space on average. Um, I've been able to figure out a way to get that cost under $1,000, even even less than that, through, tr- you know, a really unique way of positioning apps. Instead of, I mean, this is the way um, a traditional app would be built. You'd go to an app developer. Um, more than likely, their entire team would be overseas. Uh, but you would go to this app developer, and you would tell them, this is what I want my app to do. This is what I want the buttons to do. I want this button to do this. This is what the color I want. And you have to come up with every single idea. They're going to build based on exactly what you ask for. And every feature you want to build is thousands of dollars. That's how it comes out to $30,000 or more. So what my team does is we create a platform that has dozens and dozens of features pre-coded, pre-approved in the app stores that we can add into into an app at the flip of the switch. So we have over 80 features pre-coded, uh, capabilities, all kinds of things that we can add into a mobile app. So when a business comes to us, all they have to do is answer two questions. They answer, what is their business model? Right? So how are they making money in their business? And who is their target market? Right? Who are they trying to reach? From there, our team can put together an app, just based on the answer to those two questions, a fully functional app with about eight to ten features, ready to submit to app stores within seven days, and we can do it for a fraction of the cost that they can do it because we're not coding it line by line from scratch, taking months to develop each individual feature. We can literally, I mean, our quickest turnaround from start to finish, and you can Google this, Christopher Pye, from start to finish, from concept, our sit-down meeting where we shook hands and came up with a concept for his app to publish on the app store. This means it was designed, the graphics were done, we built out the features, we delivered it to the client, we did the revisions he requested, we submitted it to the app stores. We got the app stores to review it, and we got them published where they were available to download, and we did that in 72 hours. That's ridiculous. Well, I have a... power of using systems to automate the hard part up front. If we know the longest and most expensive process is having the team build out each individual feature, why don't we just go and ask the community, what kind of features would be valuable to a business? to have in an app. So a real estate, what would be valuable in an app? Well, how about we can have the ability for them to individually put their listings or upload their listings and then create their own list of Zillow for themselves. Or maybe how about they run events and now they can create their own Yelp for their business inside of an app. Or maybe they do music and now they can create their own iTunes in their own app so they can sell their music directly. So there's all kinds of things that whatever business you have, if you can provide education, you can provide resources, you can have value in an app because it's just another way for you to grow a network because every download is a lead. It's somebody you can now communicate to via text and you never had to ask them for any information. This is a, I mean, you've done this before. You go to the app store, you just download the app, it has a little pop-up for permissions, and you click install. We've all done it. That is the lead generation. That's the opt-in. They, one of the permissions says, we are allowed to communicate to you via text. You click install that says you agree. And now without even asking for your name, your email, your phone number, I have the permission to communicate to your device, which 99% of the time is yourself, and the other 1% is your tablet. 
And so I can send text messages with that 98% open rate. I don't have to go through SMS. I don't have to, uh, you know, send you uh, uh, text messages with some of your phone numbers. You're going to see my logo and my name every single time a message reaches, up, reaches out to you. Just like if somebody was to comment on a Facebook post, you receive a text alert from Facebook saying, Mary commented on your photo. And when you click on the text alert, it goes right to the photo, right to the comment. Our app technology works the same exact way. Beautiful. So without this being a 10-minute answer... I wanted to ask you <laughs> the distinction of several businesses, ones that I am obviously uh, involved with, but also I want to ask one about Chris. So Amplified Radio, what kind of app would you make for that? And how, what would the distinguishing uh, pieces be to that versus like the Umbrella Syndicate where we go to events where we people like you and versus an influencer app, and then let's call it Chris's app that uh, he helps nonprofits. What do you think of that? Okay. All right, so let's do like the, the 60 seconds on each. Um, so for a radio app, some of the features I would add into it is a live chat feature. Uh, it's a private group inside of the app that's multi-social media compatible, so Facebook and Twitter users can communicate together. You can use that for offering exclusive contests, communication, uh, ask questions. Um, it's kind of like having you know, Facebook and Twitter all at the same time. Um, you have other features like loyalty programs. You can do contests. You can send out text alerts that remind people, hey, tune in. We've got this guest coming on right now. Um, so it's, it's a way to combine every social media channel in one place. So your Twitter users, your Instagram, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, um, you know, everything, Snapchat, all in one to where you can send one message that reaches all of them at one time. Um, then you have the ability to add in profiles. So like what I do in my app, I have a radio show, and in my app, Learn With Manny, I have all of guests' uh, bios inside of the app. So you can go there and you can see uh, their profile. You can connect to their uh, contact information. You can listen to their uh, past uh, shows as well. And then it allows me that I'm growing a network through the app to do that. Instead of just sending them to a website where once they leave, then I have no way to communicate with them unless I'm spending money on, you know, paid advertising to try and drive them back to my website versus them just downloading my app and then anytime I want, no matter what they're doing, I can reach them via text for free. And it doesn't, you know, as long as you're bringing value to them and not spamming them, they're going to bring, they're going to see value and, and respond to your text alerts. Cool. So if I want to grow up to be like you so I can get on your radio show, what are some things I would need to do? Um... So as far as like creating like an influencer app? Yeah. All right. So an influencer app, I tell my clients to focus on a niche. So for my example, you know, I've created apps with people like Les Brown. We have an influencer app that focuses on providing motivation and access to his speaking. So you can book him for speaking events. That's how he monetizes the app. And yeah, as you know, Les gets paid tens of thousands of dollars for speech. And we've got him over a thousand requests for speaking opportunities through the app. All organic because we literally told Les, do not promote the app to your social media, to your network. This is all going to be organic. And we've got him over a thousand requests through our app. Um, then my app, for example, is targeted to help educate business professionals and entrepreneurs on how to market their business. So my app is called Learn with Manny, and I provide marketing news. We have a really cool feature that allows us to automatically populate articles based on keyword searches. So I literally have in my app a feature called Marketing News. And all I did was type in Marketing News in my dashboard. And it searches Google and Twitter for, that, uh, for those keywords. 
And so I've got Forbes, USA Today, all these different articles populating content in my app automatically. I haven't added an article in my app and yet using my app right now, I've been a dozen in the last 24 hours that have been added to there. So my network is getting educated on autopilot. So I don't have to provide content all the time. And then I provide exclusive content that you can only get in my app. I have an audio series, 10 Ways to Drive Traffic to My Offer. You can't find it on YouTube, can't find it on iTunes, can't find it on SoundCloud. It ain't nowhere but in my app. So you've got to download the Learn With Manny app if you want to know my 10 ways I use to drive traffic to my office. So you do stuff like that, and that's what gets people to want access to your stuff. You provide great, valuable content, again, education and resources, and that's what brings value. That could be applied to any industry. Well, this is a very compelling conversation, and I know that uh, Joyce has been messaging me that there are some people that we need to introduce you to that have massive connections to masterminds, et cetera, that would love to uh, get connected to you but also utilize your service. And then I know Chris, we're going to bring him back on right now, and he has a, a question and a reaction to the, your segment. So, Chris, are you on the line? I'm still here. No, this has been fantastic and, and very eye-opening to listen to, Manny, and uh, you know, I really appreciate the chance to come back on. I wanted to ask you specifically, and I know you've talked about some of the aspects of some of the apps that you've created for others and uh, for yourself, um, but on your website, too, you have an app that I'm sure you're very proud of called the Promo Charity app, uh, you know, that supports 501c3s, and I was curious if you could give us a few seconds just on what that app has meant to you and how that might be beneficial to nonprofits. Definitely. So Promo Charity has been a passion project for me. I've been trying to find a way to create an app that helps charities get more awareness and more funding. And I came to Frank Shankowitz. Uh, you know, if anyone you want to learn from, just like Greg Reed says, if you want to learn from, you know, people in anything that you want to, you know, get uh, knowledge from, my idea was to learn anything I can do to bring value to charities, then you go to the people that are the experts in the industry. The top person I knew was Frank Schenkel. Um, I went to him directly and said, hey, Frank, how can we bring value? So we brainstormed, we came up with this awesome idea called Promo Charity. It's a way where businesses can promote themselves by um, getting advertising through an app. And we do stuff like GPS text. This is really cool, and only an app can do this. Imagine you have a location-based business. You have a restaurant. You have a fitness center, whatever it may be. And you become a... Uh, an advertiser to the app, an exclusive to certain industries and, and a certain amount per industry. So there's a max of how many that can be on here. And so somebody, one of our app users was to drive by your location. They can get a pop-up message on your phone that links to Google Maps driving directions to your location with a coupon they get to show as soon as they walk in the door. All done through the app. That's fast. So it's well, a way for, the concept is promote one business, support two charities. Because half of the revenue goes into a pool each month that uh, people, the app users, vote on. And they get to vote on the top charities. And there's new winners every single month. So they bring more awareness to these charities because they all get free profiles. So charities, not 501, can uh, sign up for free. Go to promocharity.com. You become a free member. Um, And then businesses, they become members and they're paid members. And so it's a yearly membership to be a part of it. And you get to be exclusive for your industry in your city, so you get to lock out your entire city and every new member, thousands of more businesses uh, will be able to see this. So our target market is business, business professionals, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. And so just combining that power, because every time you go to an event, 
know, our, our entrepreneur money. You go to some place like Secronoc and we're able to collaborate and in just minutes come up with tens of thousands of dollars to support a nonprofit. Imagine what we can do on a worldwide scale, combining the power of businesses that want to see value and getting their business out there and supporting nonprofits in an automated way where half the revenue of the app goes directly to the two top voted charities each month. Well, Manny, I have to interrupt and just say we could go for another hour easy, especially with both of you. And I want to make sure people know how to follow you. And you have a book coming out in about a month. So I'd like you to briefly share the title and what people get out of uh, uh, learning about your book. Sure. So my book coming out is called The Hustle Code. It's a collaboration book. And uh, my my favorite chapter in there is called From Orphan to CEO. And really it's just a story about how I was from, you know, an orphan uh, at 18 months, almost dying three times. Um, to becoming, you know, an influential person in this space and be able to, you know, not only learn from some of the greatest in the industry on motivation and self-development and, and just being of influence, but also being able to teach them as well the stuff that I've been able to learn along the way. Um, and the easiest way you can connect with me is download my app, you know, the Learn With Manny app. You just search Manny Lopez in your favorite app store. You're going to find it. The big blue M, you can't miss it. Um, and everything is in there. All my official social media channels, my top favorite videos, my exclusive content, my book will be downloadable in there. I'm going to have an audio version that will be for free inside of my app. So, you know, definitely download that and you'll be able to access all of that there. Well, Manny Lopez, you have been amplified. You're a magnificent person. I'm so glad to know you. And we will be talking extremely soon about you developing an app for Amplified as well as the Umbrella Syndicate. And I can think of a bunch of other places we want to have apps developed. So, Thank you so much for taking time to be on Amplified, uh, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you. Any way I can serve, I'm happy to do so. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, and we will see you next week on Amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard. Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page.